Parshas Vayera begins with the Malachim visiting uh, Ramavinu, the three Malachim that were disguised as people, and they they come, and ostensibly the reason why they're coming is to give Avramavinu a message, right? They have one message, and they're giving over a message in the name of Hashem. What's the message that they have to give? I'm going to come next year, and you're going to have a son. Yitzchak Avinu will be born. That's the reason why they're sent to Avinu to give him that message. Now, before they give him that message, they ask him a question. A very famous question that they ask him, and they ask him, Where is Sarah, your wife? Now what's interesting is that that's the whole exchange, basically. That's the whole back and forth that the Malachim have with Avram Avinu. They ask him a question, He answers, She's in her tent. Then they give him this message that, We're going to come back next year and you're going to have a son. But then Avram Avinu talks to Hashem. And there's a back and forth between Avram Avinu and Hashem. And Hashem tells him the exact same thing. Hashem, it's a second later. And Hashem tells him the exact same message with the same words, So like, what was the whole point of these Malachim coming if Hashem was about to tell them the same message straight, with no intermediaries? So it seems like the only part of the whole coming of the Malachim that was not part of what Hashem was going to tell them anyway was the fact that they asked him this question, Where is Sarah your wife? And he answered, He and the truth is, this pasuk of Hine Sarah this question, Ay Sarah where's your wife, puzzles Chazal very much. And they dissect it in many different ways, because uh, what is the point of this exchange, right? Uh, why were the Malachim asking where was Sarah, and why, what, is, what important information was gleaned by Avram Bavina saying she's in the tent, and regardless of the reason of the exchange, why is Torah reporting it? It's very nice, they had this conversation, but like, why is Torah reporting it? What are we meant to learn from this? So Rashi quotes a few pshatim, actually. He quotes a medrash, but then he quotes a gemara. The gemara is very well known. The gemara says that the Malacham certainly knew where Sarah was. They knew she was in the tent. Why did they ask Avram Avinu, where is Sarah? They wanted to make Sarah more beloved by her husband. Why would asking where is Sarah make her more beloved by her husband? Because she was Tsunua. And she was, she was in the tent. And they asked the question just for the sake of giving Avram the pleasure of answering that she's in the tent and demonstrating that Sarah is a Tzanua making him love her more. And it's interesting because Rashi says, he goes on to explain the answer of Avram, right? Avram Avinu answers, he neba ayel, she's in the ayel. Rashi says, Tzanua he, she's Tzanua. And it, it was always bothering me, it's like very redundant. Rashi just explained all that, right? That that's the back and forth that they asked to demonstrate she's Tsunua. And that, why does Rashi have to say, Hine ba'ayl Tsunuahi? It's like, we just finished saying all that. Uh, and I, I, I just saw the Ra'im explains it, and I was kicking myself because it's so posh. Rashi just explaining that when Avramavinu said, Hine ba'ayl, he wasn't saying where Sarah was, he was saying what Sarah is. He wasn't saying where she is, where she was. That was not the question, and that was not the answer. He wasn't saying he oil, she's in the oil. That was they knew where she was, and Avraham Avinu understood that that was what they were not asking. Where is she? He was answering what she is. He oil, she's a person who's always in the tent. She's Tanua. Rashi explaining that he means something else when he says he It's just beautiful. So both the Malachim and Avram understood what they were talking about. Avram and Malachim were trying to demonstrate she's Tanua. Avram Avinu answered that she's Tanua. Now, what's very interesting about this is that 
as we see, this seems to be the whole point of this coming of the Malachim, was just to have this exchange and demonstrate to Avraham Avinu that Sarah was Tzanua and Lachava Abayla to make her more beloved by her husband. Now, the simple understanding of this, which is true, and true simple understanding, is that that's something that you can never downplay. Stressing and talking and demonstrating and, and, and expressing the milus and the qualities, the good qualities, and the good characteristics and what's good about your spouse, both the husband to the wife, wife to the husband, can never be underestimated what the power is and the importance of it. And that's certainly the simple lesson of this. And although, obviously, Avraham Avinu was 99 and Sarah was 89 and they've been married something like 80 years, according to the Gemara, they got married very young. So they had had a very, very long marriage Marriage and a very, very happy marriage for many, many years. Still, there was a concept of which, okay, that's the simple understanding and it's a true understanding. But I think there's a lot more depth to this because, you know, obviously they were Nevi'im, they were Kedoshim, they were Tzadikim, and they're, they're, they're essentially beyond our comprehension in every way. And, and, and therefore, obviously, there's a lot more to this than the simple understanding. And the language of the Pusik of Aye Sora struck me because Aye is a language we use in Kedusha. We say the Malachim say Aye Mikhaim Kavaidai. Malachim, the angels, the same angels that asked Avramavinu, Aye Sara, where's your wife? also ask Aye Mikhaim Kavaidai, where is Hakadish Barcho? And after researching this a little bit, I found that there's actually a correlation, a parallel made. One, by a number of Swarm, one of them, uh, Rav Moshe David Vali, who was a Talmud of the Ramchal, and also by the Chidah, they do explain a correlation and a very, very, very deep insight, and it also gives us, it demonstrates to us the awesome power of Tznius. So there's a passage in Parshish Balak where Bilam is talking about the greatness of Klai Yisrael, and he says, There'll come a time that they'll say, it will be said to Yaakov and Yisrael, to Yaakov and Yisrael, What is Hashem doing? So Rashi says, what does that mean? That means there's going to be a time when Mashiach comes that Kal Yisrael will be so close to Hashem, they'll be in a lefnim they'll be so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that they'll be in a place that even the Malachim can't go. And the Malachim are going to have to ask Kal Yisrael, what is Hashem saying? What is Hashem doing? That's the level of closeness that we're going to achieve when Mashiach comes, when Lasad Lavai, when we, when we get to the, our ultimate perfection. We're going to get so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that even the Malachim won't understand what we're doing, how close we are. They're going to ask, Ma Paul Kel, what is Hashem doing? And the Svarm explained that Avram Avinu and Sarah had achieved this level now. They had already achieved this level of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Avram Avinu was, was called by Rashi in a few places, Merkava He was like the chariot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, we don't know exactly what that means, but what that means is that Hashem came down to this world, He connected to this world through Avram Avinu. Whatever He did in this world, it all came through Avram Avinu. He was like the chariot that, so to speak, brought Hashem around. But what Sarah's level and achievement, that was a whole different level of, of, of an achievement and a whole different greatness. Through her power of tznius, through her kayach of tznius, because she was tsanua, she created a space where the Shekhinah rested on this world and she was so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that the Malachim couldn't go there. It was a place where the Malachim could not even extend. They could, they, it was the same concept of what will be Lasad Lavai, that Klai Yisrael will be in a place so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that the Malachim will have to ask them what's going on there. Sarah had achieved that. When the Malachim asked, Aye Sarah they were asking because they actually didn't know where she was. They couldn't, be, they couldn't comprehend where Sarah was. Aye, the same way they asked, Aye Mikhaim Kavayda, where is HaKadosh Baruch Hu? They asked, Aye Sarah where is she? So when they were trying L'chavava Al-Bayla, it wasn't because they didn't know where she was or they wanted to know where her location was. This is what they were communicating to Avraham Avinu. We are Malachim. 
And we don't know where Sarah is. She's achieved such a closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. She's, there's, there's a makam hashchina that she has that we don't know what it is. That was the Chavava Abayla. And Avraham Avinu answered them how it's possible. How did she achieve that? And the answer is Hina Ba'ayhal. She achieved that through her Midah of Tznius. That is how she was able to achieve this level of perfection. And the deeper significance of this, of this exchange is that the Malachim had asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the time of creation of man, what is the point of mankind? What, why, are you, why are you creating a human being for? What's the point of even mentioning mankind? And essentially they don't understand the potential that a human being has. And the point when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, justified and uh, he's, he's um, validated for creating mankind is that point when Mashiach comes and uh, the Malachim won't be able to understand what we've achieved, how we've gotten so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They, cannot, they truly can't understand it. They ask to begin with, and when it happens, they don't understand it. And that's what Avram Avinu and Sarah had achieved at this point. Sarah had achieved that place in her Oihel, through her Tznius. She had made a Malkam Hashchina. So, so much so that the, the Malachim's question has been answered, but they can't understand the answer. What's the point of a, of a person? This is the point of a person. This is what a person can achieve. This is the potential of a human being. And what this means for us is actually a penetrating insight into Tznius because, you know, we, we could wonder that why is it that women have this tremendous responsibility that men don't have, right? Women have this tremendous responsibility of, of Tznius which uh, affects every part, every aura of, of, of a woman's life and everything that a woman does and everything that a woman has to do. And it, 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 it colors it and it affects it and it, 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 it translates into how a Jewish woman lives, lives her life and it's, it's a, a, a tremendous oil. It's a tremendous responsibility. It's, 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 it's a difficulty, uh, a mitzvah that, that men don't have to a great extent. They have to a certain extent, but to a great extent, they don't have it. And I don't know what the answer is, why it is that women have it, but what I do see, and what we do see from here, is as it is with everything in Yiddishkeit, that a responsibility comes with a great reward. A responsibility comes with a tremendous potential. And it's always like that. If you have tremendous potential, if you're given a great opportunity, you also have a tremendous responsibility. If you have a tremendous responsibility, then by definition, you have a great potential and you have a great opportunity. Sarah Imenu, through her power of Tznius, was able to achieve this level of perfection that she could create a place in this world that even an angel couldn't go in there. The, 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 a Malach can't be masig, can, can't comprehend that level of Kedusha, that level of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the power inherent in Sneas, because Sneas is such a powerful thing and such a tremendous responsibility and it's, it, it creates such Kedusha and such holiness and such elevation on this world, the flip side is, is that the reward is, is beyond comprehension. The amount of Kedusha and closeness that Kodesh Baruch that person achieves through Sneas is, is beyond even what a Malach is capable of understanding. Have a good night and a good Shabbos.